Welcome to episode 177 of Live Happy Now. This is Paula Phelps, and today it's all about kids and happiness. To kick off this episode, we're talking with Lee Waters, the current president of the International Positive Psychology Association and author of The Strength Switch, How the New Science of Strength-Based Parenting Can Help Your Child and Your Teen to Flourish. Lee sat down with Live Happy CEO Deborah Heise to talk about the online course she's developed based on that book to help parents easily apply these parenting principles. Thanks for joining us, Lee. Hey, it's my pleasure to be here. I guess the obvious question is, what's the strength switch? Mm-hmm. That's a good place to start, Deborah. But before I start there, I just want to say I like your accent too. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm, yeah. I'm Midwestern all the way. <laughs> That's great. Uh, any, any, I, I can definitely tell yours is Midwestern, but any U.S. accent. It's really funny because I'm actually in the U.S. now on a bit of a book tour and I'm currently in Philadelphia, but wherever I travel, people are like, oh, you know, I love your accent because it's the Aussie accent. But then I'm exactly the same. I'm like, wow, I love the U.S. accent. So, um, <laughs> Well, it's maybe. good to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, let's, let's dive into the strength switch. It's really – you know, a strength-based approach in parenting, in the workplace, in uh, your own self-development, in any relationship you have. It's, it's just a, it's an approach where you choose to place your attention first on what's working well. You choose to place your attention first. If you're a parent, you know, helping your children to maximize and make the most of the skills, the talents, the assets, those beautiful little positive, quirky aspects of their personality first, teaching them how to leverage those first before we turn our attention to sort of what's wrong, fixing weakness, working on problems, working on challenging behaviors. It's it's not about ignoring those weaknesses or problems or challenging behaviors by any means, but it, it is about placing your attention first on building up strength so that we can come back and work on weakness in a more constructive way. Give me an idea of how strength based parenting looks that's different from typical parenting where you want to dive in and solve the problem. So it's about observing and tuning into the moments where your children are energized, where they're self-motivated, where they're performing well. So let's talk a little bit about about the course though, so people can learn how to do this. Mm. What made you want to develop a course and, and how does the course actually work? So being a psychologist for 22 years, a a university researcher for the same amount of time, a a mother for 15, I have a 15-year-old son who recently became taller than me, which is (laughs) one of those little parenting moments where you're like, wow, how could this happen so quickly? And an 11-year-old daughter. And so I mean, my natural inclination has always been to to do the research and look at the case for why we should do this. And but then there's just the pragmatics of it, isn't there? You know, I'm I'm being a researcher and and doing all this great research program, finding out that when children and teenagers have parents who help them tap into their strengths, you know, it's a buffer against mental illness. It enhances life satisfaction. They get better grades at school. They have greater self confidence. But if you don't know how to translate that into everyday action as a parent, then kind of what's the point, I suppose, of doing that research. And so the pragmatist in me really was motivated to to write the book and do the course to say, how do you just boil this down into really concrete conversations, exercises, activities, games, things that you can do on an everyday basis in your own family home? Because that's 
that's what I was doing at home was was doing that sort of trial and error based on evidence and then you know I'd meet my girlfriends for coffee and they'd say what you know what should we do here what should we do there and and I'd say well do this do that you know here's a fun here's a like here's a sip for example we often ask our kids how was school today and I don't know about you Deborah but now that I have a teenager I don't always get a great answer to, to that question <laughs> no one does yeah so I mean a simple practical thing to do is just is introduce strengths into the questions you ask your children. And we ask our kids hundreds of questions every day, you know, like what do you want on your toast? How are you going to get to school? Do you have homework? How was school? So instead of how was school today, you know, ask what strengths did you use at school today? If someone comes home and they've had an argument with a friend, you know, sit there and listen, be their emotional companion, and then ask them, you know, what strengths do you think you have to restore this relationship, to resolve the conflict? So that's a really practical tip of, doing something that you already do anyway. You already ask questions as a parent, but starting to bring in strengths into those questions. So what motivated me was my own pragmatism. Then my girlfriend's kind of saying, I don't want to wait every six months to have coffee with you to like learn about this. Can you please do a course or, you know, somewhere where we can, we can have ready access to it. And really just being able to take good research and translate it in a way. So it helps families all across the world. And the course much to my delight has has really it is going across the world we've got parents in finland and hong kong canada italy south africa usa of course australia new zealand united kingdom ireland scotland like it really it's just been so beautiful to see the way you can engage parents from all across the world in what is a very energizing approach to raising children and just make it concrete and practical and that's really the emphasis behind the course so what can someone expect if they take the online course? Walk us through how the course actually works for uh, mm. for people who are going to be experiencing it. Yeah. Okay. So it's a five week course, which I mean parents can some parents do it in the five weeks. They do it sequentially. Other parents, it takes kind of three months, depending on how busy life is. But the the five sort of sessions that we go through, we start with understanding strengths, then we move on to seeing strengths, using strengths, growing strengths, and then celebrating strengths and with each of those weeks, we have this nice little kind of rhythm or recipe that's built in. So the first part is a online session with me just for the parents themselves. They get some video session with me and they get to do some surveys and some self-reflection. And then the second part of the week is called family time. So this once the parent has learned a little bit about each of the themes, say understanding strengths, then there's a family time session. We have a bucket load of like just fun things to do videos to watch surveys to do handouts for the you know for the younger kids there's like worksheets on choose your own superhero and filling your strengths based on your superhero for the for the older kids there's things like a family tree ancestry so trace back two or three generations in your family what were the major character strengths that you saw and so I had a lovely feedback from family in South Africa who had she had done that family tree exercise with her kids and originally her family had migrated from Ireland and a couple of generations ago she was saying it was really powerful to see her teenage children go back and, and discuss their ancestors and say, well, you know, they must have had hope to immigrate to a new country. They must have had grit and resilience to make it there. They must have had social intelligence to kind of fit in with the locals. And just in that exercise themselves, she said just seeing her teenagers really kind of own those qualities like these are the qualities that define our family through generations 
So the next time I need to use grit or hope, like it, I know it's kind of inbuilt. So we have the parent session with me, then we have family time. And then if you want that, we just call it weekend fun. So you can, there are additional exercises and things to do over the weekend to kind of reinforce the learning and, and bond the family together. And we have this nice little three-way rhythm through each of the five weeks. So I think it's really important people understand that this is a family activity, mm-hmm. not an individual one, and that they uh, get a, there's participation for everyone in the family, and it's important because obviously the vocabulary of strengths is something that unless you know you do what we do, you may not have. So it can be really difficult to, uh, to incorporate that with, without going through the entire thing. It's not just grabbing one piece of knowledge, you actually have to have the experiential tie. Yeah, it's such an important point that you raise. And, you know, a big part about strengths is, it, it, yeah, I mean, you can have the knowledge of it. It's very rare that I would meet a parent who says, I don't want to be strength-based. Like, we all know that <laughs> yeah. that's what we should do. Right. But it's it's about putting it into practice. And and you can't do that overnight. You know, it has to be this kind of, in, in the case of the strengths, which this this five-week series of, like, scaffolding and becoming familiar with the concepts starting to get more comfortable using the language exploring what it means what are the what's the individual strength profile of each of our uh, family members and when we do growing strengths we have a lovely exercise called the family contract and each family member says well these are my you know my top strength is kindness or mine's perseverance or mine's humor and then we make up this family contract of how am I going to use my strength to help make a happy family so I'm going to teenage son I'm going to use my humor to like if my if my little sister falls over and hurts herself I'll use my humor to cheer her up so it's really um, putting it into experience as you say that's the only way to learn and and the other thing that I'll pick up on what you said is that you know it's like any skill the the you can become strength-based. It's just learning the skills and it's like any skill. It's practice, it's practice, it's practice. It takes time. But what what starts off feeling a little bit clunky and effortful, in the end, just becomes automatic behavior. It's about training our brain. So I always liken it to adopting a strength-based approach. Like you get that, that new pair of shoes, which initially they're a little bit uncomfortable. They're a bit clunky to kind of walk in. But the more you wear them in, pretty soon, you know, they just become your favorite shoes. They're so comfortable. You, you never want to let go of them. And that's what it's like with strength-based parenting. It takes effort to learn the language and the concepts to begin with. But the more you practice them, the more they just become automatic. And then, you know, you see this beautiful enabling culture occur within your own little family. So I know you've, you, you've said that this, you've done this around the world already, uh, many Western mm-hmm. countries. And, and I know you've got to have at least a couple of examples that people can really relate to that you could share with us of people who've been through this and what changes they've seen? Oh, so many. <laughs> Where do I start? You know, and beautiful feedback too from from the parents. So, I mean, one that just pops to my mind right now, and I don't know why it does because it's actually with the younger kids and my, my kids are a little bit older now, as I mentioned, but this lovely mother from New Zealand, you know, who wrote in to say that she, she's got preschoolers and one of the sort of bugbears of her day is getting her preschoolers into their harness in the back seat of the car. That's always this moment of tension because the little ones don't want to get in or they want to do it themselves. And so she, she really decided, okay, this is a point of tension in my family. And I want to see if I can take a strength-based approach to that. And so she 
well, I mean, one of the great ways of using strengths is to, you can use them to prime behavior. So she you know, talked to her two little girls about, you know, when we get in the suit, when we get in, I want to see teamwork and I want to see patience. And, and so the older one, the teamwork was about her trying to help settle the younger one. And the younger one was around patience. And she said, look, just that simple sentence and then reinforcing and praising good patience, good teamwork. We did such a good job. Just that small little change in in putting the harness on every day, she said it's just made such a difference to this source of tension which was driving her crazy, which is now a much more enjoyable. Not only is it a neutral experience, it's an enjoyable experience because she's cultivating these strengths in her children. Every time the, the harness goes on, it's an opportunity to practice building teamwork and patience. Lots of examples of how it's impacting sibling rivalry, sibling conflict, and, and you know where parents can sit down and, and instead of doing what all of us attempted to do and, and what my, I myself, I'm not going to say that I'm the perfect parent, I still do this on occasion, <laughs> you know, like kind of rising to their anger, rising to the occasion, stop it, I'm sick of it, why are you guys always fighting, is to like just have that little bit of pause and say, you know, what's happening here? Because 10 minutes ago you were getting along really well. Like where's the – what do we need to fix this? What's the strength? It seems like fairness is missing or maybe your um, patience is missing or maybe your kindness is missing. Like what can we do to repair this? So it's a very it's a very different conversation and that's one of the biggest kind of concrete examples that parents write into me about is just helping with that daily sibling conflict. <laughs> Taking a strength-based approach is a huge factor in building inner resilience in our children because as much as we want to as parents, we can't stop them from experiencing loss or challenge or adversity or you know suffering in some way that that's 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 part of life's formula but what we can do is equip them with this inner toolkit and that that to me is about equipping them with their strengths so that they know that they have the capacity and the inner resources to be able to not only get through the loss or the challenge or the suffering but grow as a result of it. Well, I love that you wrote the book. I love that you did the course because one of the things I find, you know, as we we I talk to a lot of positive uh, psychologists, a lot of researchers in that area. There's mm-hmm. so much information out there that I think everybody can benefit from, but it's just not available yet. It's just not in yeah. a consumable package that your average person can access it. So I'm thrilled this is available. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited our listeners and our readers are going to have an advantage, uh, have, have the uh, opportunity to take advantage of this because it, it's powerful stuff. Thank you. And I, I love that language, consumable package. I think that's been, you know, after 22 years as a, as a researcher is, is me, I mean, this, as you say, it's so powerful. This practice and this science is so powerful. And I, and I felt almost guilty that because of my job as a psychologist and a researcher, I was getting access to this really powerful knowledge and helping to build my kids' optimism and resilience, but feeling like I want to I want to gift this to everyone. You know, I want to be able to translate the science in practical ways so that it's not just my family who benefits, but it's many, many families. That was Lee Waters talking with Live Happy's Deborah Heise about her online strengths-based parenting course. We'll be back in just a few minutes to tell you how you can learn more about her course. But first, we're talking to Mike Pepperman of LG Electronics. Earlier this year, LG Electronics announced its initiative to help equip children with sustainable happiness skills. Mike talked with me about what that means, why it's important, and how you can learn more. So what are sustainable happiness skills and how do you teach them? 
That's a great question. We partnered with the University of California at Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center to help us identify six sustainable happiness skills, which are important to help teach kids to help them deal with and cope with the ever-increasing amounts of stress in their lives. Those six skills are mindfulness, human connection, gratitude, positive outlook, purpose, and generosity. The way we go about teaching those skills is we actually have a few nonprofit partners who we work with who work directly in schools. Um, one of them is called Inner Explorer, and through their mindfulness-based program, they help teach these skills. And another group is called Project Happiness, and we have a focus with them on high schools and creating a series of happiness clubs. Now, obviously, it's really important for us to be able to start out happy, and so being able to reach children while they're still young instead of as adults. Now we're all trying to figure out this happiness thing, but to be able to teach them at that age is so dramatic. What kind of results do you expect that this could have on their future? Well, we're hopeful that with by providing them with these skills now and having them create a practice over the course of their lives, that it's going to help them develop into happier adults. In addition to that, some of our nonprofit partners see increases in GPAs and test scores, but that that's not as important as the social emotional well-being of the kids themselves that that is the root of the issue and the social emotional well-being is that what then leads to better achievement as they grow older and right now it's such an interesting time because we know that teen suicide is going up we know that bullying is a huge problem so it seems like this is coming first at the perfect time because there are a lot of problems that seem insurmountable and people just don't know how to handle it. They don't know what to say to their own children. How is your approach going to help some of those really large problems that children are facing today? Through the practice and the skills, we're hoping to create a culture shift, a happier, more positive experience for kids and adults alike. And as part of that mission, we're launching a new initiative with Discovery Education, a program that we're calling Discover Your Happy under the LG Experience Happiness Umbrella, which is a free asset for schools across the country. It starts with a 30-minute video for in-classroom or parents to use, and it's an introduction to the science of happiness and the six sustainable happiness skills. And from there, Discovery Education's created a set of standards-aligned curriculum and activities that teachers can continue to use class to reinforce the, the six different skills. It sounds like a really powerful toolkit that you're giving. And what I love is as you're talking about the parents, so as the children are learning it, it seems that the parents are going to be uh, adopting some of these skills as well. Is that something that was by design? It was. Our intention is always to ensure that parents are involved as possible. But a lot of times what we're starting to see is that the kids are as influential with their parents as parents can be with the kids themselves. So when the kids learn these skills in school, we're hoping that they're going to bring them home to their parents and their siblings. And then how is that going to change both the family dynamic and the, the interactions at school? Because it seems like you're hitting our culture in two different and our two most important fronts uh, by by targeting the family and the school environment. Yeah, absolutely. The 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 six skills, and I'd point probably uh, more most specifically to human connection. Um, we talk about things like bullying. The skill of human connection is about creating deeper, more meaningful relationships. And a lot of the teachings through the nonprofit partners and through the Discovery Education Program is about reaching out somebody who you may not know that well, somebody who you may not like. It's just as important to treat them with respect and kindness as it is to your best friend. That's a really fascinating thing for kids to be learning. And and I love that you're starting so early that we can 
kids can start growing up with this. And as that happens, how do you think that can change the dynamic in the future? And how is it going to change the way that we experience our lives? From what we know so far, happier kids turn into happier adults. And it it really spreads exponentially. People talk about random acts of kindness. One person does a random act of kindness. And the experience for the person who's on the receiving end is just as impactful as it is for the person who provided the act of kindness. So our hope is to continue to grow those experiences and just for this to really expand and bloom. And do you have any kind of benchmarks of and measurements that you use to know how many children you've reached and know how it's it's exponentially reaching other people? Yeah, through uh, our partners, they're measuring the number of teachers who are using their programs, the number of schools that the programs are in. And our focus is really on not just providing a, a single touch point, but uh, developing a practice for all those kids. That's been the most complicated part for us in determining the total number of kids we want to reach. Because we don't want, just want to reach them with a single experience, but we want to help them create a lifelong practice. And why was it important for LG to do this? Well, at, at LG, we've always been a, a, a very generous company, but we've done it in very quiet ways spread across our different business units. And our CEO wanted to bring us a, a great focus and give us a little bit more of a strategic site behind what we were doing to allow us to make an even greater impact than we have before. Our motto, our tagline is life's good. And that's what we really dove into to to pull out the insights to say that we need to be focused on happiness. And we want to start with the kids because we know the youth today can have that tremendous exponential impact. This is such an exciting program. And it's, again, it's so timely and so valuable for all of society. If someone's listening to this and whether it's a teacher or a parent and they're they want to bring it to their community and get that in their schools. How can they go about that? So we have a, a whole listing of resources on our website, which is lgexperiencehappiness.com. We start off with our mission and we talk about uh, the science behind happiness. And we have links to each of our partners, including the Discovery Education Program that will launch. All right. So they can go to your website and find out more about that. Is there anything else that we need to know that we haven't talked about yet today? I guess the the only other thing I would say is that the introduction to the Science of Happiness program will be online for the foreseeable future, and it's not just a one-day, one-and-done type situation. So it really is uh, set up as an introduction. So I'd encourage everybody to, to visit the website to learn more about it, sign up, and check it out. All right. That's wonderful. Thank you for sitting down with us today, and thank you for what you're doing. This is uh, an exciting program, and I think it's going to change a lot of lives for the better. That's all for this episode of Live Happy Now. Be sure to visit us at livehappynow.com to sign up for Lee Waters' Strength Switch Parenting Course. You can sign up directly through our website and help your family begin applying their strengths to build a happier home. If you like what you've heard here today and want to hear more, go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Search for Live Happy Now and subscribe today so you'll never miss an episode. And of course, we're going to give you a special gift just for listening today. If you go to the Live Happy store at livehappy.com, enter the promo code PODCASTDEAL and we'll give you 20% off anything and everything in the store. That's all we have time for today, so please join us back here again next week. And until then, remember to make every day a happy one. Mm